My dear friend and mentor, Rabbi Pesach Krohn, tells a phenomenal story. The story was told to him by a, a former member of the Israeli Air Force by the name of Kobe Sherman. Now, Kobe was the lead pilot in a team of bombers in the Israeli Air Force. And at a time in his army service, they were practicing maneuvers for an upcoming war that the Israeli army was engaged in at the time. And the way that the maneuvers worked is they had five planes. Kobe's plane was the lead plane. And his job was at night when they were doing these maneuvers to go ahead of the other four planes to choose the proper location to where the bomb should be dropped, to shoot a flare, and at that point to then arch up and around to come back as the other four planes would proceed forward, bomb that location, and then Kobe would come up and survey the damage. That is how this maneuver worked that was practiced every night to be used in the upcoming battles of the Israeli army. One night, Kobe and his team took off like normal from their base. They were flying to the area of the practice targets. And Kobe, as often happens with pilots, was struck with vertigo. Now, vertigo for a pilot means that the pilot becomes disoriented and confused. They often can't tell up from down, right from left. And that's what happened to Kobe on this very night. So as Kobe was preparing to look for the target and to find the target and to shoot off his flare, with the state of vertigo he was in, he had inadvertently turned his aircraft upside down. Now what that meant is that when he was supposed to, what he thought was pull up to go back and around, he would instead pull down and go straight to the ground. And that's in fact what Kobe did. He shot the flare, at the moment has the vertigo, gets turned around, the plane gets turned upside down, and he pulls on the yoke to turn the plane, thinking he's turning it up, to go down. Now a plane has an instrument on it called an altimeter that tells the altitude of the plane. Kobe, as a trained pilot, looked at his altimeter and saw that his plane was in fact losing altitude, and losing altitude quickly. Now the Israeli army knows that pilots can get vertigo and knows that in a state of vertigo, you could look at an altimeter, see that the instrument says you are losing altitude and your body will tell you you're going up and you'll think the altimeter must be broken. So to avoid this or to try and protect against this, the Israeli army puts two altimeters into an aircraft. Because you might be able to say that one instrument is broken, but if two instruments tell you that you are going down, even if you in fact feel like you are going up, Hopefully that would shake the pilots in distress out of their state of vertigo. Kobe sees this. He sees altimeter one say that he's going down. He sees altimeter number two say that he's going down. But in his heart, mind, body, everything inside of him tells him he is going up. And not only that, but if he listens to those altimeters and pulls the yoke to reverse the plane and turn it up, his body tells him that's committing suicide. Because his body would tell him that that's going to drive him directly into the ground at hundreds of miles an hour. So Kobe quickly radios back to his team and says, somebody tell me quick, send a signal. Am I going down or up? Nati, one of the pilots behind him, radios back within a few moments and says, you're going down. Reverse your position. Kobe said at that point in his life, he had to do the hardest thing that he had ever done. His body was telling him, his mind was telling him, his heart was telling him, every fiber of his being was telling him that the action that he was about to do was an action of suicide. 
Yet everything around him, altimeter number one, altimeter number two, his four teammates in the planes behind him were saying, this is what you have to do or you will die. Kobe said it took fighting everything in his body, every emotion that he had, and he pulled back that yoke, righted the plane, eventually came out of the state of vertigo and realized what had happened. Kobe, today known as Rav Yaakov Sherman, later became what we call a Balchuva. After his service in the Israeli army, he made certain changes in his life. He grew as a Jew. He took on certain commandments and became a great Torah scholar. And in reflecting back on this event, he said that that was a metaphor for his entire life. Because he said his whole entire life, he thought he was going through everything properly. He thought everything he did was fine. He thought everything was right. And then at a certain point in life, the proverbial altimeter and teammate behind you, Nati, started talking to him and saying, Kobe, maybe there's some things you should change. Maybe the path you're on isn't the right path. And that, my friends, is something that we should listen to. We're all at different times of our lives in different ways, shape, or forms affected by Billamism. We think that we're right, and we don't want to hear the inspiration from the outside. We don't want to hear anyone tell us we're wrong. And even when we hear the inspiration, even when we hear the advice, we're able to just engage it as if we're talking to a donkey like Billam did, without ever letting it affect us, without ever letting it make a change in who we are.